Sorry to keep you waiting. I haven't been home. So I just wanted to change into comfy pants. Are you in your comfy pants? Mm-hmm. Which ones would those be? Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Just another movie night. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott, and with me as always is my beautiful, loving, best friend and wife. That gorgeous, gorgeous woman over there. <laughs> such a goober. Stop. Joe. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello, hello, and this is, uh, well, this is before and after reviews, but tonight we had to do a little bit of a change because my loving wife over there got stuck in traffic and we just had to go into the movie theater. So we're going to do a little bit of a, a little before type thing, though. I just wanted to talk to you about the movie and because the funniest part is you don't know, you didn't know anything about this movie. I absolutely never even heard of this. Because you have, and that's the funniest part to me, because we it? actually got the trailer for this movie. When the movie we're talking about tonight, by the way, is Sisu. Sisu. Sisu! <laughs> um, I don't think anybody actually screamed it in this. No. Uh, I actually, in the trailer, I think they do. Sisu! I don't remember. What, okay, when did we see the trailer? Like, so before what movie? John Wick 4. <gasps> And I actually said, well, I want to say, well, we both actually went, yep, right we when the trailer did? ended. Yep. Oh, you know, I thought this was a movie about World War II. I didn't realize. It, it I, takes I place during just, World War II, so. Yeah. I might have just got it confused with something else. But, you know, now that I've, I've watched the movie, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, so uh, uh, the reason I, and this is one I just sprung on you, because uh, I just said, hey. Are you cool with seeing a movie, this movie, on this night? And you said, yeah. And I said, you said, I don't think you even asked questions. I just said, hey, you want to go see a movie, a Rambo movie where uh, Rambo kills Nazis? And I wrote, I believe, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the response <laughs> I got. So, yeah, pretty much uh, uh, this movie, the reason I wanted to see it, well, not only because of the trailer. These are the kind of movies I actually love seeing. Mm-hmm. I also love seeing movies that are made outside of the United States. Uh, yeah, the United States. Uh, this is from Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all in English. Uh, but this is directed by um, Jomari Helbenlander. Jamar, I think I'm pronouncing it properly, but I'm probably butchering it. Uh, Jomari Helander. Okay. Now, do we, we know, know him? Yes, we do know him because we saw his two previous films. Uh, Rare Exports, <gasps> otherwise known as the Killer Santa Claus film. Oh my God, I really like that one. It's not even Santa Claus; it's like Krampus. No, it's Krampus. Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, that's a that's an interesting one. And also, um, I'm bl- I just blanked. I think it's Big Game. I think that's the second one we saw. Uh, that's the one where Samuel Jackson plays the president, and he gets shot down by terrorists, and he has to be protected by a child in the wilderness. <gasps> Yes, uh, th- okay. That's one that nobody has seen. For some yeah. reason, that, that was one of those really strange cult movies that just came out 
uh, like like one of those straight to video movies. Yeah. But it's actually pretty decent. Yeah, I, I remember enjoying that one. Uh, now, so those are the two movies that we had seen before of this guy's. And when I had seen that he was making this, and I saw the trailer, it looked like everything I wanted in a film. Yeah, this so, is definitely uh, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we sprung it on, on, on. I'm glad I sprung it on you, and I just took a gamble. But I'm really happy that this movie was actually playing in our local theater, because we haven't been getting a lot of movies that we've I've wanted to see. A lot of them have been escaping us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bo is not um, Bo is afraid, or I think that's what that movie's called. We have not got to see that because mm-hmm. it didn't come out anywhere near us. It comes to the like you know obscure theater and, and I think like. That, well, yeah, and a, a big part of that is I think a lot of those theaters closed. That's true. So we really don't have a lot of choices these days, which really sucks. And uh, that that's one I wish was on streaming because I would love to see it. Uh, but, yeah, this one actually came to our theater, and I'm sure it's not going to be in the theater very long, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a pretty much my before thoughts. I, I, I When I saw the trailer for this, I thought uh, Tarantino meets... Uh, you know, like a grindhouse, yeah, the old school grindhouse war revenge. I can see that. Yeah. So I, I was automatically uh, stoked when I saw the trailer and all the gore, practical effects. Yeah, and I was like, I'm down. So well, the director actually cited First Blood as a, as a, a big influence. Yeah. You could totally tell. Well, that's a that's a. I think that's pretty much all I have for going in thoughts that we before thoughts he was a finnish commander lost his home and his family in the war he became a one-man death squad he's one mean motherfucker that you do not want to mess with You'll see what happens when you take everything from him. Do you really believe that he's immortal? No, he just refuses to die. This is not about who's the strongest. This is about not giving up. We have a word for that in Finland. So let's just okay. get into a spoiler-free review. Okay. And and this one, it's one of those movies that doesn't even need... The spoilers do not matter. Because this one is just one of those exciting watching people riddle people with bullets movies. I mean, it's like... I did not really know exactly what to expect going in. But um, what I got was a very intense viewing experience yeah i i love the when i knew the unfortunately because i i had seen the trailer and i and i saw it again preparing to see it tonight i was waiting to see your reaction for the first kill because i already knew what it was oh is it's in the trailer oh my god okay i'm glad i forgot <laughs> and, and your your reactions were like oh shit yeah. like because you didn't know what we were in for oh my god so i yes i I go ahead. You can just go ahead and. Say. No, you just automatically gasped. I and did. Said, Holy crap! I mean, I I just wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm gonna say right now, right off the bat, like this movie kind of like blew my mind. Yeah. The first uh, the first kill in this movie is it's in the trailer. Um, it's a knife through the entire head. 
Yeah. Right, and that's the first <laughs> kill. And right off, the, it's just so brutal, and it comes very quick into the, the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. Uh, this movie is really interesting. I, now, I think this director, his same problems happened with his last two movies. Both Rare Exports, and I think it's Big Game. Am I getting that right? Uh, let me just double check you. I think I'm right. Yeah, I would be shocked if I'm getting this wrong, but I might be getting it wrong. It's either no, big, you are correct. Okay, big game, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is like a reference to him being like in the woods and being hunted, like he's the big game. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both those movies have the same problem. I think this one does. They are such really well done on low budget films that look great. And have great concept and some really amazing moments. They kind of get lost a little bit in a... I want to say the word is kind of just just insane. Like, it'll take it... I think all three movies take a turn that's just comical. (laughs) And and I think that's a problem here. And here's the greatest part, though. I think with all three of these movies, as they came out... They've, he's gotten better. Yeah. Um, I, I can see his directing getting better when you think about all three movies. Yeah. Um, oh, also the lead actor in this, Jorma Tamila. Um, he's in all three all films. Three. Yeah, I actually thought I recognized him from... Uh, yeah. Is he the killer Santa Claus creature? Oh, no. He's not. Okay, so he is the... the I think he's the, the father. father. Yeah. Yeah, he's the father. I wonder if he was the villain in Big Game. I, I I would love to go see that movie again. We saw that a long time ago. So yeah, yeah, and, and the same thing with Rare Exports too. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy he's progressed very well. I think that this movie looks amazing. The cinematography is fantastic, and it's well shot. It's just really, really well shot. Uh, I like uh, I like that he he goes more for practical, and I guess this is great too because. We, I guess we sh- I should mention that we saw the trailer for this before John Wick, and the 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 most interesting thing to point out with that movie is that John Wick. People are, are like, adore it, right? The last John Wick movie, they just adore people it. People love it. Yeah. And now, anything that's comical and insane about this film is nothing compared to how wacky and silly and out of control John Wick was. So to me, this is the kind of action film I want to see, the kind of revenge flick I want to see. Mm-hmm. Whereas John Wick should be this. Yeah. It this is a little more grounded, even when it's insane. Mm-hmm. It still feels more grounded than John Wick ever does. And I I, I will see a movie like this a hundred times before I see like something like John Wick. Like I'm I'm not just not interested. And in, I guess the spectacle. Like a oh yeah, it's the spectacle. constant yeah. spectacle, and it's I think that's non-stop. what John Wick is. Yeah, nonstop. It's like it doesn't come up for air at all. Yeah, uh, that's that's the problem, and I think that's a big problem with Hollywood action movies in general for me. I think that's a becoming a huge thing, and and we saw perfectly the trailers for this movie were also good. We're gonna see all of them, I think. Um, and it was also a balancing act in the trailers of this movie because it also goes into this what we're talking about because the first trailer was The Equalizer 3, and mm-hmm. we we love those. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that series so far, and I'm loving that they're coming back and doing another one, and some reason Denzel just does 
action. Denzel is so good. He's so he's good just at it. So good. He's one of those really likable guys. Yeah, he is. And he brings something to his roles. And so we got that trailer, and then I was like, "That's this. That's perfect for going into this movie tonight." Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, "That's exactly the kind of movies I want to watch." And then the next trailer was The Fast and the Furious Ten, and I was like, "That <laughs> this is the literal balancing act of what action has become in Hollywood." Mm-hmm. And look at the one that's going to make the most money. No, I guarantee people aren't going to go see Equalizer. It's Which makes me sad because Denzel Washington used to be like a really huge draw. Yeah, and somehow there was three of these now. This is the third Equalizer, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And and we're on Fast and the Furious 10, and they're the biggest box office money-making movies. Mm-hmm. And they're just so stupid. And we, we've been doing, on our other show, we've been doing all of those movies. Mm-hmm. And I am literally having overload of cheesy action. <laughs> And while I do enjoy the so bad it's good action, and I really kind of just like, I, I can find a, a balancing act of, in my mind of laughing at that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see a movie like this a million times. Yeah, I really, I mean, as much as I love the Fast and the Furious franchise, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's just like a, a, a crazy ride, you know, I would much rather seriously sit down and watch something like this this is um this movie is i don't know if you know just so in case you guys don't know anything about this this is like basically one man against nazis and it it is just balls to the wall insane yeah and a lot of the things like i mean we didn't do our um positives and negatives i don't know if you want to do that it's it's kind of hard to talk about because i i would just figured get into the rambling of what we're thinking about in general of action films and what this movie stands for for us and how we feel about it overall but yeah yeah if you want to get into positive and negatives absolutely go for it i mean i really only have one thing to say as far as negatives um i thought that some of the scenes in this movie some of the things that this man went through was a it it, it was just a smidge over the top it's i mean The things that he's capable of surviving. Now, this is not a young man. He's an older man, but he does have military training. And he's supposed to be a badass. And people know of him. He's got a a name for himself. And uh, he's known in in the world. Yeah, And and again, I think that's a... Why I wanted to bring up John Wick so much because it literally is the same type of thing. It is, yeah. It, it's just the two different ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. because in that he's known as Baba Yaga, which <laughs> is the, that's just, it, it doesn't even make sense. Baba Yaga is not what that means at all, but uh, it's a legend and mm-hmm. the same thing goes here and yeah. they set up uh, that he has many legend names, different cultures are calling him different things mm-hmm. because he's in just in crazy in the war, he was just killing the enemies. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the Finnish uh, the Finnish people call him Sisu. It's a word that they say has no... It's it's impossible to translate. Right. And they give you a little open to that in the beginning. Uh, so it does have... It exactly fits that spectrum of, of John Wick versus this. They, they're both these legends going on these rampages. Yeah, but here's the difference between... Um... John Wick and this character, uh, which his name is, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. They hardly say, I don't think okay, he even so has lines. Okay, so they do say um, Atami, 
Atami. They say it one. They call. They say his name when they talk about what the soldier's name was. Yeah, because he has dog tags. They find his dog tags. So they talk about him and his. I guess his legendary status. Yeah. Um. But the the difference between John Wick and Atami is that this guy gets fucked up. Where like one of my highlight things. You know, like he gets fucked up. Yes, he survives a lot of ridiculousness. Oh, it's insane. A lot of ridiculousness, but he um. You know, this movie's insane with the things that he survives. It's it's, it's kind of like John Wick on that way, you know, on that wavelength. But the difference is that this guy, he seems more like a human being. John Wick seems like an android where, like, he's just not human at all. Um, but this guy seems, you know, like a real person and you sympathize with him. You just do automatically. Um, and it's him against a bunch of Nazis. It doesn't hurt that it's Nazis. Right, because oh, it's easier, yeah. Cause once you, just, you see it's Nazis, you're like, yeah, get yeah, them. Get them, you yeah. know? But um, there's like, uh, there's a silly, you know, side zaniness that goes on in this movie. There's like a, a, a dog character in this movie that's like a little bit ridiculous. John Wick again. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's 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 just a it's a, a little much as far... So that's my negatives. Um, if I had to say a negative, it's just... It's absurd. Absurd. Yeah. It's not John Wick absurd level, I don't think. No, that's what but, I'm saying. Um, yeah, it, is, it doesn't get there. It's absurd. It almost gets there. The positives on this movie are so... They're just so plentiful. I mean, the the, the cinematography is great. It's amazing looking. The grittiness. The grittiness of this movie is great. The main actor is fantastic. Um, even the Nazis, like you just feel like you're in it. You know, you're in the movie with them. It's really yeah. weird. Um, and they're menacing. You know, they're they're pretty menacing. But I'm actually more afraid of the main character because he's such a badass. But I think that um, the the shots, the the filming, the directing, and the acting, and I, I just thought everything was great. But I will say that one thing that stood out to me was the score. I was wondering if you were going to point this out. Yeah, this, uh, uh, what, what is this called? Uh, it's um, like throat singing? Yeah. It, I cannot... It freaks me out. They use it in Dune as well. Yes. And uh, it's actually really, it works very, very well for what's going on in the movie. And it feels very Viking-like. It does. It's very haunting. Yeah. um, In in like this like super creepy yet mysterious way. I I can't put it into words, but that stood out to me big time was the score. Like... Everything else was amazing to look at. You know, it was very, it was visually amazing. It was gritty. It was gross. Yeah. It was bloody. It was really, it was a lot of good gore. But then, you the know. The gore you, is outstanding. The gore is amazing in this. But, like, you got the score that adds to all of that, enhances the movie. And I really, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I, like, going with the, you said negatives and you had very little I would say that the movie is very, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It, it gets done very quick. And the movie even has, what's very strange, the movie's doing chapters, which is fun because it's kind of a part of a joke. Mm-hmm. But the chapters are very short. They are short and they're very kind of like um, Tarantino-esque. Like, well, I, I was going to say that this movie is absolutely a throwback film to grindhouse war movies yeah and if you're if you've ever watched one of those movies it's sometimes they can be tough but this feels so grindhouse it even opens up with a war map and a 
a narration, an intense narration about what's happening. Yeah. And it is, it doesn't really connect to the story. No, and it you just also... wants to set up a world. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you don't like that opening narration. I actually like, liked it because it made it was like this. I know I what this is. I was thinking about you when we were watching the beginning of the movie. I was like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to say something about this because well, it's not your jam usually. Oh, and I've complained about narration. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, what for anybody out there listening? Uh, I hate when narration has to pull the heavy like lifting for a movie when you don't understand what's happening and they feel like you're so stupid. That the audience is not going to know unless they're told what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't like that kind of narration. This is a narration that just basically sets up, hey, it's World War II. Bad shit's happening. And the Nazis are terrible. And they're doing it in this intense voice. This is the Nazi Yeah. It was a li- the voice was a little bit on the comical side, even I though it wasn't it. trying to be. But like... It, it set was, the tone so well. I'm and I was happy. Like, I'm happy because I thought that you were going to say, oh, this is freaking cheesy. Yeah. I hate narration. No. Yeah, no, for me, it sets the tone so well to do that grindhouse style that, and I, like you you brought, we both brought up Tarantino uh, because our minds go to that because he is so loving of grindhouse. Yeah. And so if this is something that was like made for him, mm-hmm. I think that this is going to be one of those things that somewhere he's got to be like i really enjoyed this oh i'm sure he uh, loved it yeah um i and, and i will say what the going back to what i was saying about negatives though it is simple and it is very short and it could have used some more um slowing down and doing some more interesting things with the kills or the uh, whatever like it didn't need to speed up there's some spots in the movie where they just are getting into it he's just it's like He's killing people and doing this thing, moving yeah. on. Killing this thing, moving on. And oh, just it moves keeps pretty trucking. fast. I mean, this is an only hour and 31 minute runtime. Yeah, you can feel it too. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I just, I guess I ex- expected it to be like two hours at least. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it feels like it needed that a little bit more, but it doesn't have it. Right. Uh, and it, it definitely could have used it. Yeah. It could have used some more breathing room. Uh, it could have used a little more. What I, uh, another negative too is uh, when it does unfortunately when it gets a little too wacky near the end i mean it's wacky it does not pull punches it's insane and they're mm-hmm. telling you that this character is immortal like they're like they, yeah. they want you to know like they're scared of him because people say that this this guy just doesn't want to die he, he just and, doesn't want to die you know it goes to the the plot it goes to the character and that's a lot of fun but when it does get too wacky for its own good it does take you out of it a little bit because then you're like, damn, mm-hmm. this could have been a little more grounded and been a little more gritty. Yeah. And well, it was pretty gritty, there, but it was also that had that like extra like, oh, gosh, come on now feeling, you know, yeah. we're like, yeah. 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 There, uh, there's a uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there are some other things that happen near the end that could have really been played with. And they could have mm-hmm. expanded on that and had some really cool stuff happen. But uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't go for it, unfortunately. I think it could have used another good 15 minutes of doing stuff with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my downside. But, yeah, we already said positives, and I went in there real quick. Uh, yeah, it looks gorgeous. It's done well. I'm glad you brought up the score because I was going to bring it up as well. Um, and the actor, and I, I, my biggest plus, anybody who's listening to this show will know that I love when heroes of action films are hurt. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing them struggle with trying to, like, 
sew up themselves or or in pain and this movie goes heavily into oh, that. Yeah. This guy yeah. is absolutely insane. I mean, he's on a battleground and he's just stitching himself up and, yeah. and cauterizing his wounds and it's gross. Yeah, you can see why people are talking about Rambo because yeah. in Rambo, that's pretty much what he does in that first one. Yeah. As the Rambo movies go on, they get a little more... And I think that's all action films, unfortunately. Any series of action films, the guys become more of a superhero as it goes along. And uh, the best part to me is the beginning ones because that's when they're human. And... This movie loves juggling that he's not human and he is human at the same time, yeah. which I really enjoy. And uh, it's like when he gets up out of the muck, he's all blasted. I mean, he's oh. fucked up so bad, but and you feel for him, you really do. But he gets up with such ferocity, uh, it's and just, he's just like, Rawr. Yeah, he, I, <laughs> I don't think this actor has a line of dialogue. I think he growls twice. I think, yeah, that's it. I don't remember him speaking once. I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he does. And you know what? That says a lot for the character and the yeah. actor because uh, we're with him 100%. I mean, we really are. He's just so great. He doesn't even need to speak. It's just... He doesn't. It, it's... <laughs> I I love this kind of movie. I really... I kind of... I just... You know, like when you go to the theater and you want to see a crazy action film, this is the kind of stuff I love to see. Yeah. This remind. I was thinking in the movie. Um, uh, this is one of those funny scenarios where you say to, you know, your friends always say, "Oh, what pop culture characters do you want in bar fights with you?" Oh and, yeah. And uh, my mind is like, "Oh, yeah, we're this, gonna go this guy's with going on Tommy. that list. <laughs> yeah, this guy's going on the list." And I was like, right next to Rama from uh, oh, fuck yeah, from the you raid, go. and yeah. also. Um, uh, Bob Odekirk from uh, from Nobody, you know, that's yeah. the kind of stuff. And I'm like, this fits right in there. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> and I love that thought. Just like, oh, this guy, this guy's insane. And I could watch this all day. Yeah. It's one of those films where you're like, I don't. I don't even care if it's so silly. I, I mean, I'm there's just a lot of silliness. His... I mean, it is a lot of silliness, and you're going to say right off the bat, like, okay, what is this Mission Impossible? Like, what's going on here? But um, yeah, I agree. It was just so entertaining, and I, I just really appreciated so much about the movie. Um, I appreciated more than I didn't appreciate. I thought this movie yeah. was really, really good. Yeah. You know, a perfect thing to bring up, too, by the way, is. How simple it is is like a plus and a negative because while you brought up Mission Impossible, which is perfect, because in Mission Impossible movies, it's the spectacle. And I'm not really there for the plot because the plot is overly complicated when it doesn't need to be. The same thing is going on where we're rewatching the Fast and the Furious movies. The Fast and the Furious movies are overly complicated for no for reason. For no reason, because they we don't need it. You don't need it. It's a car movie that mm -hmm. turned into an action flick, but for some reason thinks it's Ocean's Eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't need to be that. And this movie is simple in a way where it's I can appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I'm coming out going, you know what? Here's the here's the story. This guy's got some gold. He wants to get from plan A. To, <laughs> he wants to get from plan, you know, from A to B, and and the Nazis are in his damn way. And yeah. that is the whole movie. The Nazis are perfect. in his way. That's what's amazing yeah. about this movie. And um, yeah, he's just a badass. This guy. And yeah. uh, I think, I, I think that um, any film buff, any any movie lover, that really likes um, you know, cinematography. And good directing. Well, I actually really love this movie. Yeah, it, there's uh, obvious CG going on here. Yeah, and it looks could... 
really good. You could good. tell, but it, it does look good. Yeah, it, because I was staring at, I think there's a shot of a couple buildings on fire and stuff. Yeah. And I, I stared at them and I said, damn, that looks really good. It's CG done well. Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't look like it's overly CG. Mm-hmm. It just looks very, you know, smart. They did that smart. I kept thinking about it. Uh, a lot of the stunts, too. A lot of the things were done in ways... I will say that's probably another negative, by the way, is that there are a couple fight scenes, which what I like is that it's not John Wick fighting. It's not that kung fu craziness. It's just street punching Yeah. in one part. But the problem is they do that thing where the camera is really close. And so you can't really make out what's happening in the punches. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that, but that, that does occur in the end of the film. But... It's still, it's still, it's still I found myself a, loving it. It's so. a hoot. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give my score, which I'm gonna say this is an eight. Oh, wow. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not going that high. I yeah. really liked it. I had such a good time with it, and I loved watching him on screen. I'm shocked because in the theater, you actually said, and by the way, we were the only ones in this theater. It's very sad there was for us. Nobody. We else were the there. only two, and I, which was great because we were just yelling at who would in our house. Um, you said. Okay, this is getting up. This is just ridiculous now. Yeah, there were some things that were going on in the movie. I, I mean, I said it. Like there were some real absurdities happening here, where mm. this guy is like, "What? What are you, Superman? Like, what's going on?" It's yeah, bit bit much. Um, and I, you know, like I said, there was a dog in the movie. It was just over the topness. But um, overall, as a movie, like I'm gonna give it a high seven. So since I don't do the point systems, I'm going to just push it over to an eight because I just thought that this movie was a really good viewing experience and I really loved everything about it, even the silliness. Yeah. So, you know, good choice because it was fun. Out of 10 for me, this is a seven and this is a good solid seven. This is a fun time. I'm enjoying myself. I know it's not a masterpiece, so I can't go higher, but... This is the kind of film I love to go see in the mm-hmm. theater. So. I'm going. I'm going eight. Also, another reason I'm going eight is because the ending of the movie, where like, you know, there was there was a part, there was a a moment in this movie. Think our guy was. I mean, That's a spoiler. I was like, you know, but at the end of the movie, well, whatever. <laughs> but whatever i gotta cut that out that can't be in here okay just cut out the whole thing so anyway funny. uh anyway there was there was a lot in this movie where i was like on the edge of my seat and i was thinking oh shit you know like i i felt for the guy and you know what the funny thing is is that they don't even really give us any backstory on him really they do just the, like a, a little bit that he, you know his he lost his family and stuff but like not I would like to see more. So that's where they could have prolonged the movie a oh, little bit. I, that's a this is a plus for me, and thank you for thinking about it and bringing it up. I did not want a flashback. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I, and I actually was very happy that they were saying, "Here's all you need to know. They're going to show this ring. They're going to show. There's someone's going to tell. Yeah. This happened, and then they're going to do a scene where you hear it. Yes. He's hearing what had happened, and that. I think is stronger and better than having to do a flashback. And I think that kind of writing and directing is smarter and and more intelligent than having to shove the whole thing down. You don't need to see it all the time. No, you don't need to see the whole thing. But, you know, I do like to have a little bit of, you know, the backstory and see why he is 
what he is, you know? Yeah. I, I do well, like to have a little bit. We don't need, like, a whole entire, you know, drawn-out 45-minute scene. Yeah. Just a little bit, you know? I'm a fan of the backstory. I will say, though, that this is a movie where if they said, hey, we're going to make a prequel, I'm in. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I'm in because they, they say that he... Has done some crazy done stuff. Done some crazy and, things uh, in his yeah. life. <laughs> so I, I would watch that movie. Yeah. All right. So go see this movie if you can. Because it, this was very entertaining. And like I said, I'm giving it... It's a high 7 for me. So I'm just going to push it over to an 8. Because it was a really good, enjoyable viewing experience. So. All right. Yep. Yeah. So we're happy. Happy. Yeah. And... uh Sizu. Sizu. Sisu. <laughs> I wish someone screamed that. I was hoping for like a, a con moment where oh my God, uh, Kirk yeah. screams out, Sisu! <laughs> that would have been amazing. Sisu! Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. We might have a problem. <laughs>